Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuhu from the podcast team at Qalam. We wanted to wish you a very blessed Ramadan. This month you can expect daily uploads that will include reflections, khatiras and khutbas all from our new campus Alhamdulillah. If you benefit from this content, please give generously at supportqalam.com. 100% of your donations goes towards the means of providing accessible Islamic knowledge to people around the world. Jazakumullah khairan for listening. Bismillah, Bismillah, Alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salam ala Rasulillah, wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man wala. Allahumma inna nas'aluka hubbak wa hubba man yuhibbuk wa hubba amalan yuqarribuna ila, ila, ila hubbik ya arhamar rahimin. Ameen. Bismillah. Okay, so we're doing the chapter of Sabr. Uh, it's a long chapter, mashallah. It's the uh, basically the third chapter of Imam Nawawi's uh, collection. Uh, and we still have a few more ahadith to do in this chapter. Um, so let's look at a few of them, inshallah ta'ala. Um, the hadith for today, bismillah, naam, here we go. An Abi Hurairata radiallahu ta'ala an. Uh, Abu Huraira radiallahu an, he narrates that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, Laysa shadidu bisura'ati. Um, a lot of what the Prophet sallallahu had to do with the Arabs of his time was to redefine uh, concepts that they had. Uh, redefine terms and one of those terms that he had to redefine was rujulia uh, or futuwa or manliness what does it mean to be a man what does it mean to be a strong man at that um, and so you see the Prophet challenging a lot of the social norms um, he cried he played with children he, he showed open uh, PDA for his own grandchildren right he openly loved them in front of people and things like that so he did a lot of things that were challenging uh, what the Arabs considered to be what men actually did. Someone saw him crying one time, and they're, what are you doing? And his, 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 his son Ibrahim had passed away. Of course, in our mind, we would think it would be Adi. It's Adi, of course you would cry. But for them, they're like, whoa, what is this expression of emotion here? Why are you showing emotion for? And the Prophet said, he said, no, this is mercy. This is mercy from God, this is good. So there's a lot of things that the Prophet ﷺ has to change within inside the thinking of the people that's around him. Um, and so this hadith, is, it, it goes in that line, which is challenging the, the dominant thinking. Um, the Prophet ﷺ said, Laysa shadidu bisura'ati. Uh, the strong one isn't the one that can slam another person down. So we know the Prophet ﷺ loved to wrestle, right? He would wrestle with the Sahaba, the Sahaba would wrestle. It's kind of a normal thing that guys would do. Um, but the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he challenged them and he said, wait, I want you to reconsider what you consider strength. Is real strength external strength or is real strength that inner strength to hold yourself in a difficult moment? Whether it be a calamity that hits you, whether it be to hold yourself in ibadah, staying up for fajr, not just going straight to sleep, you know, staying up late for tarawih, all of these things require inner strength. Laysa shadidu bisura. Now another type of inner strength. Indeed, the strong one is the one who can control themselves when anger overtakes them. So now Imam, uh, Imam, Imam Noah, we switches the tone. In this chapter of Sabr, all of the next ahadith all have to do with ghadab and anger. Um, and, and it's very interesting for us to understand anger, especially in the month of fasting. Because once you get around 5, 6 o'clock, man, your, your fuse is very short. 
You know, the fuse gets shorter and shorter and shorter. So it's extremely important to remember these ahadith uh, during the month of Safar. So, in the next hadith, and Sulman bin Duradi, radiallahu an, قال, Kuntu jahli san ma'an Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. I was sitting next to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. There were two men next to, to us sitting and they were like, Arguing with each other to the point where one they were swearing at each other. And one of them, his face is completely flushed, redness. He's he's red. And the veins in his neck are getting uh, are filling up, swelling. The Prophet he's looking and he says, Inni so the Prophet taught us a few things to do in the case of anger. You know, one is in this hadith, he's going to teach us to seek refuge from shaitan, because shaitan likes to take advantage of that. But then the Prophet also recommended to change your state. Change your state. So, so if you're sitting, he said, lay down. If you're standing, just sit down. Just sit down. And if you try it, if you see someone who's angry, and you're like, can we just sit down? They refused. Like, no, no, I don't want to sit down. I'm fine. I'm fine. I don't want to sit down. It's like that, that nafs knows that, no, if I sit down, it will calm down some of that energy that I have, and it doesn't want to do that. So, um, see, the thing we have to understand is all of these qualities within us, Allah put them there for a reason. They're beautiful qualities. Only when they are expressed in the right moment when they should be expressed. So the Prophet Sallallahu uh, if we study his life for anger, we do find moments of anger. But we find those moments of anger only for the sake of Allah, never for himself. But here's the problem, here's the problem. And I think I see the connection. The next chapter that we're going to be studying is called Babu Siddiq, to be true. And this part ends with anger. Now here's the deal. If the Prophet ﷺ only got angry for the sake of Allah, what we need to learn is not to get angry for the sake of the, the self, the nafs. But here's the problem. This is so many times when we're not true. You're angry for your sake, but you call it for the sake of Allah. You get what I'm saying? And you start to rationalize it inside. No, no, this is for the deen, yo. This is for the, this is for the sunnah, man. This is for my, the, for whatever. You find whatever justifications you can. But if you're true and you really got to the core, why are you truly upset? What is it? Is it for the deen or is it truly just something inside you? It rubbed you wrong. You'll find that it was you. So that's the next section. So the Prophet ﷺ, he said, change your state. Change your state. Switch it. Um, uh, if you are standing, sit down. If you are sitting, laying down. And the point is that these are beautiful qualities, but they have to be displayed in the right moment, in the right time. Uh, Imam Shafi, he says, the one, he has a poem where he says, the one who doesn't get angry when he's supposed to, kal himar. Like you can just beat a himar, a donkey all day. It's not going to get angry. But he's like, that's not what we're created for. There's a point when anger should be shown, right? And it's a beautiful quality that uh, we should all know how to have when we need to have it. The Prophet, let's finish this hadith. The Prophet said, I know a word. If he said this word, whatever this person is feeling inside, uh, whatever this person is feeling inside would all go away. And the Prophet Sallallahu said, 
The people, they came over to the, these two people uh, arguing and they said, the Prophet just told you to seek refuge from shaitan. It will help you. Um, some say the, the thing is the blood starts to get, the person starts to feel warmer, feel hotter, temper. We call it cool down. We even say cool down, right? Cool down, man, cool down. Some say because shaitan is made from fire. So he exploits that aspect within you uh, and, and heats up the, the temper, so to speak. We even call it, you have a temper, right? All of it is revolving around that concept of temperature. But shaitan is from that fire. And then that's one of the highlights that, that come, where that comes from. But it's within us. So even in the month of Ramadan, anger is going to come. It's just because it's part of how we were made. Our job is to control when it comes out. And I always say, these things, you can always study small, like toddlers, to discover what the nafs should not be like. Right? And you'll notice toddlers when they get angry purely for themselves. Like you take the, something away or they can't have something, they start to throw that tantrum. Right? Kicking and screaming and all that. That's the nafs right there. That's the anger inside the nafs. Not anger for Allah, anger because it can't get what it wants. If you study us, we do the same thing. We just show, we just show our tantrums in a different way. Because we're adults, we can't show a tantrum the same way. But we have the same problem. One more hadith. وَعَنْ مُعَاذِ بْنِ أَنَسْ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْ أَنْ النَّبِي صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ قَالْ مَنْ كَذَمَ الْغَيْذِ The one who covers up غَيْذِ غَيْذِ is anger. The one who covers up غَيْذِ Covers it up. كَاذِمِينَ الْغَيْذِ وَالْعَافِينَ عَنِ النَّاسِ Those who cover it up. وَهُوَ قَادِرْ عَلَىٰ أَنْ تُنْفَضَ In the state that they actually have the ability to um, release it. So not in a situation where you can't get angry with the person. There are certain times where we know if I get angry with this person, it's going to mess up my job, it's going to mess up my grades, it's going to mess up whatever. I can't express my anger. And there's other places where, oh, nothing's going to happen to me if I express my anger in this direction, right? So the Prophet says, whoever controls anger, in the situation where they actually have the ability to, to let it out, da'ahullah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will call this front person in front of all of the creation on the Yawm Al-Qiyamah and ask this person to choose from all of the gifts of Allah for Jannah, choose from them whichever one you want, they are yours. Like you get a special place on Yawm Al-Qiyamah to choose because of this person's ability to control anger. So it's a beautiful hadith where the Prophet is just highlighting. One more time. One last hadith, I promise, inshallah. And Abi Hurairah radiallahu ta'ala an, anna rajulan qala lil nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, usini. A man came to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa he said, please give me some advice. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, la taghdab. The man kept asking him. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, la taghdab. Faraddada miraran. The Prophet kept, he kept asking, give me more, I need something else. But the Prophet knew this person and he knew this is your only thing you need to conquer. So he kept saying, la taghdab, la taghdab. La taghdab, la taghdab. The last thing I'll mention is, again, the next section is about being true. We just have to be true with ourselves and know and recognize when anger comes. A lot of times when you tell someone, you'll calm down, you're angry, they're like, I'm not angry. That's the first thing they say, I'm not angry. So it's, it's about being able to recognize the emotion inside um, before they say, if you can't name it, you can't tame it. What that means, if you can't label the emotion, it's going to be very difficult for you to actually learn to control uh, the emotion. So learn from the people around you. And um, what I mean by that is when people tell you, I think you're angry, take that as a moment, like, yeah, maybe I am. They can see me, but I, I don't see myself. 
So take that as an opportunity to learn uh, your emotions. And then once you learn the emotions, then you'll be able to control them. So this is the month of control. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the ability. Uh, this is a month of dua control. So if you have a problem with anger, uh, just, just turn to Allah. Turn to Allah and ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, to uh, make it easy for you. Um, and try to remember Allah. Remember Allah's power over you when you get angry. Right? Remember Allah's power over you when you get angry. May Allah give us tawfiq. Subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun. Wassalamun ala al-mursaleen. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Jazakum khair.